What are you doing this evening? Is Penny coming around? Yes, we're going to the pictures. Mm, doubt if you'll make it. Why? She'll be too busy listening to Anne. And you to A Life of Bliss. Being the biography of a shy young bachelor with Diana Churchill, Colin Gordon, Petula Clark, Moira Lister and Percy Edwards. A further episode in the life story of David Alexander Bliss, better known to us as George Cole. Listening to Anne? Well, listening to all her news. About what? Our newly arrived neighbour. Neighbour? You don't mean Anne hasn't told you about it? Not a word. Must be an oversight. I've heard about nothing else. A merry young widow. To wit, Mrs. Blair. Well, I wonder why she's moved here. To woo. Well, that's the rumour, anyway. <laughs> yeah, have you seen my slippers anywhere? They should be under this chair. Psyche. Tony's slippers. <laughs> come on, come on. Where are they? <laughs> oh, it's all right. They, they were here all the time. Once. Where, where, where were we? Oh, yes, the, the new neighbour. Mm. What, what, what day did she arrive? Um, what night was supper late? Uh, night before last. That was the day Mrs. Blair moved her furniture in. Why, did, did Anne give her a helping hand? No, just kept watching brief. If brief's the word I want, she's got a complete inventory. Oh, nonsense. Anne's not interested in the neighbours. Oh, my dear chap, I appreciate your loyalty for your sister, but there's no such woman. No? Good gracious, no. There are several different types, of course. You even get the woman who's quite open about it. She sits firmly at the window. There's a self-conscious type who hovers in the background. The furtive type, you know, the one you see peering out from behind the curtains. Why, oh, I've never seen Anne. She's the expert type. <laughs> They've got it down to a fine art. It's perfectly natural. Natural? Women are naturally inquisitive. They like to know about people. All about them. Especially about other women. I wonder why. So they can tell other women all about them. And that's what Anne will be doing tonight. What? T telling Penny all about Mrs. Blair? Well, not quite all, apparently. I gather there's some mystery as to exactly who she's wooing. Still, that's only an added relish. Well, how, how do you mean? Well, a touch of mystery makes it all the more interesting. So there you are. I doubt if you'll get to the picture. Oh, oh that, that, that'll be Penny now. All right, I'll go. Oh, thank you, Anne. We, we won't have to hurry. We, we've only got ten minutes to get there. You're still not convinced? Why, well, did you expect me to be? Quite apart from anything else, it was Penny who suggested going. Oh. Really, Anne? When did you move in? The day before yesterday. Hello, Penny. Oh, hello, darling. Hello, Tony. Hello there. Well, we, we've got exactly ten minutes to get there. Yes, I know. What's she like, Anne? She seems charming. Oh, yeah. Of course, I haven't told you about... Oh, what? still, I'm, I, I don't want to make you late. Oh, that's all right. We've got hours yet. Well, come into the kitchen with me. Oh, I'd love to. She's got some beautiful furniture. Mm -hmm. Well, now that you're in for the evening, how about a game of cribbage? <laughs> <laughs> well, I... Uh, it's all right, I'm only pulling your leg. I won't say I told you so, but you must admit I was right. Apparently. There's nothing they'd like better than a good old gossip. I know. It's even better than the pictures. I only wish Mrs. Blair would hurry up and marry a mystery man. Why? Have you got a personal interest? Definitely. She keeps borrowing Tony to do our jobs for her. Well, only once. Twice. Well, even so, it could be worse. Neighbours usually borrow the lawnmower. She borrowed both. And I've only got one of them back. Well, how do you mean? Tony's still around there. <laughs> <laughs> I see, Stella, it, it must be awfully difficult for a woman living alone. On the contrary, it couldn't have been easier. He volunteered. Not that I mind, only... Well, she puts on the most awful act. What, for, for Tony's benefit? Mm. What, what, what sort of act? Oh, <laughs> the helpless female. You weren't here the evening she came round, were you? No. She had a wonderful line. Well, what was that? 
Where would we be without men? Oh, gosh, did you really say that? Yes, <laughs> you really said it. Oh, without the flicker of an eyelid? With all the flickering of a silent picture. Her performance wasn't much better either. Well, I say, you have got it in for her. It's not her fault. She's just too old for the part. Oh, come now, Anne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, I don't mean it unkindly, really. I don't, but... Well, she must be about... About your age? I'd put her a year or two younger. There, now, you you couldn't be nicer than that, could you? Well, actually, I, I, I'm surprised at Tony falling for it. You're forgetting she's an attractive woman. Is she? Well, isn't she? Well, I, I wouldn't have said she was. Tony was pretty guarded, too. He definitely thought she was attractive that night. Well, did he say so? No, but his eyes spoke volumes, all uncensored. No. <laughs> well, you're obviously joking. Tony's only got eyes for you. Don't be so silly. They're positively nomadic. Nomadic? Perpetually wandering. <laughs> Not seriously? No, just instinctively. And it doesn't worry you? Not a bit. It worries Tony, though. He got quite cross when I teased him about Mrs. Blair. Why? What did you say? Nothing, really. It's an explosive subject. Oh, I say, thanks for the tip. Oh, don't be silly. It's safe enough for you. Men love to compare notes. About women? Yes. And that's something no wife should mind. Well, they're comparing notes. They're safe enough. Well, I, I, I wouldn't dream of it. You'll never be accepted as one of the chaps unless you do. Perhaps not, but... Well, I, I, I wouldn't know how to begin. Pretty girl, old boy, eh? And that's all? That, plus a lot of elbow work. <laughs> uh, a lot of el elbow? You have to keep on digging the other chap in the ribs. Whatever for? <laughs> well, I suppose it's based on the principle that actions speak louder than words. Is it essential? Vital, especially in your case. Why? You wouldn't know the words. <laughs> What words? Oh, see what I mean? How, how do we get on to this, anyway? Tony and Helen Blair. Helen? Yes, didn't you know? No, I, I didn't, actually. I, I, I can't understand why he should get angry just because you teased him. That's easy. He suffers from a strange delusion that I don't trust him with other women. But you do, really? Well, of course I do. Tony's a typical family man. He likes his home, loves his food, and adores his car. He's secretly proud of his children. And just occasionally, on a particularly good day... When both the car and the children have behaved beautifully, you'll sit back after an unusually good meal in a nice warm room, and quite suddenly, remember he's got a wife. <laughs> well, that's terrible. That's nice. And that's Tony. Well, there you are. You've got nothing to worry about. Oh, for goodness sake, you're as bad as he is. I know there's nothing to worry about, and I'm glad he's helping her out. But, well, she is attractive. Well, what difference does that make? All the difference. Oh, gosh, oh, I see what you're getting at now. You, you think that's why... There's Tony now. In here, darling. With you in a second. No, I, I'm sure you're wrong. That, that, that isn't why he's helping out. It is, you know. Men can never resist a pretty face. History proves that. For example? Her namesake, <coughs> Helen of Troy. Why, well, I, I can't see Mrs. Blair launching a thousand ships. You never know. She might go one better. When you first move into a house, there are a thousand and one jobs to do. Yes, and that's why Tony's helping out. Not, not, not because she's attractive. You wouldn't say that if you've been here at the launching. Launching? <laughs> Where would we be without men? Only a pretty face could get away with that. Could get away with that. What's the matter? I thought I heard Alexander. I think I'd better go and see. He's reached the stage when he tries to fling everything out of the cot, including himself. Oh, there you are, dear. Back in a second. I know. Oh, hello, David Owen. Hello, Tony. Oh, back's a bit stiff. I've been putting up a permit for Mrs. Blair. My good deed for the day. Well, I should think she's jolly grateful. Well, she ought to be. I've certainly done my duty as a neighbour. Well, I know. Anne said you've been launching out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helping out. What else did she say? Nothing. Sure? Positive. Why? I was wondering about the launching. Oh, it's no good asking. No good asking me about that. I wasn't here. 
weren't here. Not for the launching. <laughs> I can't be concentrating. Where would we be without men? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, no, nothing's wrong. It must be me. Now, let's start again. Remember when I came into the room? Distinctly. You said Anne had told you something, remember? Uh, that you were helping out? No. Oh, oh, oh I, I see what you mean. You, you want to know why I said launching out? Yes. Well, that, that's easy. I'm glad. Well, we, we, we've just been talking about the other Helen. The other Helen? <laughs> yes, you know, the, the, the one that launched a thousand jobs. Yeah, launched a <laughs> th thousand ships. You may know what you're talking about, but it's Greek to me. Well, I say, uh, uh, that's rather good. What? <laughs> well, Helen, Hel 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 Helen of Blair was Greek. You, um, Helen of Troy. I'm beginning to understand. Oh, jolly good. Helen Blair, the pretty face that launched me into a thousand jobs. Well, you never know. It might be a thousand and... Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Too late now. No, I, I mean, it, it wasn't Anne. I, I, I'm the one that said that. Said what? That, that, that you'd be launched into a thousand jobs. Oh, did you indeed? Yes. Yes, I did. Not, uh, not that I blame you. Blame me? Pretty woman, old boy, eh? you do that? Why, why, I'm only digging you in the ribs. I know, but is it essential? Well, vital, especially for me. What are you raving about? Why, well, I, I don't know the words. Well, hum the tune! <laughs> I, I, I haven't the faintest idea what you mean. Stalemate. <laughs> oh, I'm going out. Why? What, what, what have I said? Enough. Do you know how long Anne and I have been married? Ten years. You'd think that she'd trust me by now. But no. Oh, but yes. Oh, for heaven's sake! I'm going out. Oh, hello, dear. We keep meeting in doorway. I'm taking steps to remedy that. What happened? You were wrong. It's just as explosive for me. Oh, dear. Honestly, it was a bad day for everybody when I let my flat. I'm always causing trouble. Not this time. It takes two to make a row. It'd be ridiculous to quarrel over Mrs. Blair. I don't feel strongly about her. And so what will you do? If he says anything, I shall agree with him. That's bound to leave him speechless. in my life. Never. Why? What, what, what's happened? I was struggling home with my shopping. I couldn't get on a bus. When guess who went sailing past in the car? Tony? Yes. And guess who was sitting beside him? A merry widow. Mrs. Blair? In person and in comfort. Where's Tony? Why, I, I, I've only just come in myself. Just wait till I see him. Just wait. Oh, hello. Oh, Psyche's come to see what's going on. I'm going on. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just, just, just a second, Anne. Remember, remember what you said the other day? It'd be ridiculous to have a row over Mrs. Blair. It's got nothing to do with Mrs. Blair. I feel the same whoever it was. It's, it's well, it's... What? Completely unreasonable. Oh, I'm sorry, Poppet. The storm's over. Oh, jolly good. And you, uh, you won't say anything to Tony? It's going to be awfully difficult. But you'll try. I'll count ten before I speak. You think ten will be enough? <laughs> I'll start counting now. I'm just going to get on with my ironing. Perhaps I'll feel better when I've scorched his shirt. Probably. <laughs> oh, dear. I've just remembered the iron's not working. Tony's been promising to look at it for days. Now, if it had been Mrs. Blair's iron... One, two, the... three, four, five. Thank you. Any time. Yeah, would, you, uh, would you like me to look at it? 
Could you? I mean, do you know anything about irons? Oh, good gracious, yes. I, I've mended my own often enough. I I'm quite an expert. Then why did you have to mend it so often? Well, that's a good <laughs> No, but seriously. <laughs> it's all right. I'm only teasing. I'd be more than grateful. Let me see. I saw the screwdriver in here somewhere. Oh, yes, there it is. Look, on the windowsill. I'll go and get the iron. Right up. On the, uh, on the windowsill. <whistles> Where? <whistles> oh, yes, that is. Oh, hello, Tony. I suppose you haven't seen that sort Oh, good gracious. Why? Uh, that's what I've come in for, the screwdriver. Thanks, old boy. You weren't using it, were you? Well, yes, I... Well, I'm... five minutes, you can have it back. I gave Mrs. Blair a lift home and landed myself with another job. Oh, good heavens. So, so that's where you've been? Yes, uh, putting up another permit. Thanks for the screwdriver. Oh, gosh. Just a second, Tony. Tony! Oh, dear. Now we're really in for a storm. Yes, and a thunderstorm at that. <laughs> oh, what, 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 what on earth can we do? Well, don't be silly. I can't creep under a chair. Here you are. Here's the iron. Where's Tony? Tony? Yes, I heard his voice. Well, I was afraid of that. F afraid of that? Waking Alexander. Where is he? Asleep in his cot. Oh, oh where's Tony? <laughs> oh, he, he just pop, 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 popped out to get some cigarettes. Oh, I see. What's Psyche doing under the chair? No, she's afraid of the thunder. No, oh. I mean the... Thunder? You know, in, in, in the distance. What are you talking about? It's a lovely evening now. Well, that's funny. I could have sworn I heard you rumbling. <laughs> Did Tony tell you he was going for cigarettes? Um, yes. Why? There's a packet on the mantelpiece. Oh, gosh, is there? Yes, there is, and he's supposed to be cutting down. Oh, he's, he's obviously forgotten about that. B about what? Cutting down? No, no, about the other pelmet. No, the other packet. <laughs> What's the matter? Is there something I ought to know? Mm, quite the reverse. No, no, nothing, nothing. I'll, 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 I'll have a shot at mending the iron. It's awfully sweet of you. Pleasure. No, let's see. Uh, where's the screwdriver? Yeah, on second thoughts, I think I'll leave it to Tony. Why? Well, he, he's the handyman. Nonsense. It takes him all his time to mend a few. No, I, I'd rather not do it honestly, Annie. It, it's a tricky job. So? Well, I, I might make a mess of it. I seem to remember somebody saying he was an expert. Well, there you are. That's the man you want. That's the man. <laughs> that's the man I've got. Well, that's all right. Then you, you don't need me. It was you. I said I was an expert. Yes, you did. Oh, gosh. How conceited can you get? <laughs> Where's Tony really gone? I told you. All right, we'll leave that and turn to something else. Oh, jolly gone. Where's the screwdriver gone? Yeah, that's a turn for the worse. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I had it a moment ago. I, I must have put it down somewhere. Where? God, this is ridiculous. I, it must be here. I, I actually had it in his hand. Oh, for goodness sake. In my hand. <laughs> it's perfectly obvious that Tony's got it. Tony? Well, why, why, why should Tony want a screwdriver? To put up the other pelmet. Oh, dear. So you've guessed? About ten minutes ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't blame you, I blame Tony. Gone to get some cigarettes, indeed. Such a futile excuse. No, I suppose so. Surely he could do better than that. No, I'm sure he couldn't. Oh, no, 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 you're wrong. It wasn't Tony's idea, it was mine. Don't be ridiculous. No, it was, really. He's always getting you to make excuses for him. Yes, but, but not this time, honestly. It was entirely my idea. There, there, there you are, there, there, there's Tony. If you don't believe me, ask him. I will, not directly, though. That'd be too easy. Well, what, what will you ask him? Whether then? he's got the cigarette. He, he won't know what you're talking about. In that case, I'll be the first to admit I was wrong. Ah, hello there. Oh, hello, dear. Did you get them all right? Get what? Your cigarettes. Cigarettes? David said you popped out to get some. Oh, my cigarettes. Oh, yes. So, so, so sorry. I forgot for a second. Uh, yes, yes, I get them all right. Well, that's impossible. You can't have done. Meaning what? That you've been found out again. I'm not going to lose my temper in front of David, but I suggest we have an early night. An early night? We must get some, please. Yes? <laughs> I, I, I'm afraid it's all my fault. That goes without saying. Go on. Well, it's rather a long story. Make it as short as possible. That's a good chap. I, I must get some sleep. 
Well, it, it, it all started because Anne saw you and Mrs. Blair in the car. Oh, for heaven's sake, what's wrong with that? The poor woman was struggling along with her shopping. So was Anne. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear, I see. She, she, she was in rather a mood about it. I know exactly the mood you mean, murderous. Well, it's, it's quite understandable. Well, of course it is, bless her heart. Well, I, I didn't want to, well... To... Pour oil on troubled water, so you invented the cigarette story, yes, I see. Oh, well, I'd better go make my peace. No, oh, just a second, Tony. What? Did you, uh, did you really get some cigarettes? Well, of course not. Then why on earth say you had? Well, you were obviously covering up for something, so I played along. <laughs> yes, but why? Force of habit, I suppose. <laughs> See you later. Much later. Oh, I should stay under there if I were you. There's another one blowing up. Even bigger. doing this evening? Is Penny coming round? Yes, we're, we're going to the pictures. Yeah, the, the same picture. Same? Yes, you know, the, the one we were going to a week or so ago. It, it's come round to another cinema. Oh, gee. <laughs> oh, well, let's hope you make it this time. Oh, don't worry, we will. Oh, by the way, I, I, I didn't get a chance to ask you at breakfast. Has, uh, has it blown over yet? What? The storm. Oh, with Anne, you mean? Mm. Oh, it never amounted to much. Honestly? Oh, gracious, no. I put a stop to that in three short sentences. Oh, gosh, what, what were they? I've been taken in by Mrs. Blair taken my darling wife for granted, and would she like me to mend the iron? Well, I say, that's a pretty strong line. Oh, you've got to put your foot down sometime. <laughs> that reminds me. Would you do me a favour? I've left a hammer and a pair of pliers round there. Pop round and fetch them. When, huh? Yes, would you? Well, it's a bit difficult for me. I, 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 I've never really met Mrs Blair. Well, it's impossible for me. Well, because of Anne? Well, there's an even stronger reason. What's that? Another permit. Oh, dear. Mm. I didn't say I'd do it, but she's probably expecting me to. Pop round, there's a good chap. All right, then. Yeah, a splendid fella. Oh, if, um, if Penny arrives, would you tell her where I've gone? Yes, of course. What time's your film? Seven five. Oh. Oh, well, never mind. It's bound to come round again. <laughs> you, uh... you know what you're fetching, don't you? A hammer and a pair of... Uh... Come round again. Yeah. Dickens of a job, these permits. That settles it. You'll have to go yourself. <laughs> I don't be silly. I'm only pulling your leg. Well, I, I, I'm not so sure. What, what, what happens if you put on her helpless female act? Uh, there's only one answer to that. You're the helpless male. And don't forget, you've got the advantage over her. <laughs> advantage? It's no act. No, but seriously, what, what, what shall I say? Oh, you, you don't know one end of a hammer from another. You're all fingers and bruised thumbs. That sort of thing, you know? You'll find that's quite a useful tip when you and Penny finally get married. It's a wise husband who lets his wife think he's more of a handicap than a handy man. Well, I, I can't see what you stand to gain. More of a chance to read your paper. If you don't start as you mean to go on, you'll never stop. Oh, I'm, I'm anything but a handyman when it comes to woodwork. It takes me all my time to saw a piece in half. Well, there you are. You've got nothing to fear from helmet number three. You'll be back before you can say chisel. Well, let's hope so, anyway. Hammer and pliers. Come on, cheer up. It's in a good cause. After all, if you weren't going for me, you know what Anne and I'd be doing. Going for each other, hammer and tongs. I, I, I rung the bell. Oh, good evening. Oh, good evening. I, I, I believe my brother-in-law left some tools here. Ah, now you must be David. Yes. Yes, I've heard all about you from Tony and Anne. Do come in. What were they? Do you know? Who? Oh. Oh, oh the, the tools? Yes. Oh, uh, hammer and tongs. You'll have <laughs> and, and uh, a pair of pliers. Uh, I adore your little dog. 
But then I adore all dogs. They're so loyal, aren't they? No, man's best friend. Would she like a bone? Oh, no, thank you. She's just had a supper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm having trouble with my friend. Well, I'll see what I can find in a moment. Tony's been absolutely wonderful, you know. In here. Oh, after you. Oh, thank you. As a matter of fact, I was just coming round to throw myself on his mercy yet again. Really? Yes, really. Still, perhaps you'll come to my rescue. I hate asking, but I'm used to having a man about the house. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid it's no good asking me. I, I, I'd be more of a handicap than a husband. <laughs> I, um, I wasn't proposing. Oh, then a uh, handyman. I, uh, I'm absolutely hopeless. Oh, me too. Ah, here's the hammer. Oh, jolly good. But then you expect women to be hopeless. Well, I, I'm afraid I'm the same when it comes to woodwork. Woodwork? Oh, good gracious, yes. Takes me all my time to saw a woman in half. <laughs> saw a piece in half. Oh, I can't believe that. Well, believe me, it's true. The pliers. Oh, thank you. I, I, I don't know one end of a pelmet from another. No, one end of a hammer from, from another. Well, you're holding it by the right end. Oh, more luck than judgment. I think you're just pretending. Well, I, I'm not, honestly. I, I, I can't cope with the simplest job. Not even mending a fuse? Oh, that, that's different. I, I'm quite an expert at things electrical. Well, that's what I want you to do. Why? Mend a fuse. Oh, but I thought... Uh, I say, I walked into that, didn't I? <laughs> I mean, that is, I, I, I'm in rather a hurry. Oh, it'd only take you a second, and I'd be eternally grateful. Oh, all right, then. I'm sorry to ask you, but I'd never do it myself. I've got nothing working upstairs. No, I know just how you feel. I mean... <laughs> The fuses are out here in the hall, up there in that little box thing. Fuse wire and a brand new screwdriver. I'm sorry to be such a nuisance. No, you're, you're not. I'm afraid I am. Nonsense. Well, I won't be from now on. I've had the most wonderful news today. My fiancé is coming back from Scotland. Oh, shall I hold the steps? No, please. Perhaps you know him, Robert Farley. No, I, I can't say I do. Oh, he's very much the handyman. Oh, gosh, really? Oh, good gracious, yes. Well, I say, that is wonderful news. <laughs> Go on, in you go. Oh, there you are at last. What on earth have you been doing? Mending a fuse. What, for over half an hour? Well, I couldn't find which one. Well, I... never mind that now. Penny's waiting for you in there. Oh, right. I should throw your hat in first. <laughs> uh, has, has she been waiting long? Practically since you left. Well, I'll throw my coat and gloves in as well. <laughs> well, as you keep your coat on, you may be in for an icy reception. Well, I doubt it. She, she's bound to understand when she knows where I've been. You can't tell her where you've been. I can't? Afraid not. I didn't want Anne to know, so I said you'd taken Psyche for a walk. Oh, dear. That does make it difficult. I, I, I haven't got a leg to stand on. And that's something you'll have to learn when you're married. How to get by without an excuse. Well, you, <laughs> you, you can only say you're sorry. Well, it's not what you say. It's the way you look that gets them. The way you look? Oh, definitely. Well, you might tell me about it. Oh, now, just a second. You don't need me to tell you how to get round Penny. Well, any help would be gratefully received. Well, it's a bit embarrassing. I'll give you a clue. Women have a strong maternal instinct. Ah, I see. Throw in my hat and put on my rompers. <laughs> well, metaphorically speaking, yes. I, 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 I was joking. Ever heard of the little boy look? Yes, but I, I don't know what it meant. Well, it's a sort of visual baby talk. Oh, gosh, is that how you get round that? We'll draw a veil over that. A thick veil. Aren't you going to be late for your film? Oh, good gracious, I was forgetting. Well, we're going to miss the beginning anyway. No, go on, quickly, in you go. And don't forget, you've been taking Psyche for a walk. Sorry about that, but it's the first thing I thought of. Well, I had the same trouble yesterday. Yesterday? Well, I told Anne you popped out the cigarette, remember? Oh. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks. 
Hello, Penny. Ah, hello. And where on earth have you been? Well, I've just been taking Psyche for a smoke. Be, uh, taking <laughs> Psyche for a walk. I, I didn't realise how late it was. And that's your excuse? Well, I'm afraid I haven't got a leg to stand on. I'm sorry. I should jolly well think so. Forgive me? Oh, I'll have to now. I can't resist you when you look like that. Like what? Oh, I don't know. Like a naughty little boy. Oh, gosh, it worked, and I wasn't even trying. <laughs> what worked? Yeah, my, my, my little boy look. Oh, so it's just a way of getting round me. Yes, and a jolly good way at that. <laughs> I see. So you're not really sorry at all. Well, of course I am, only I... Only what? Well, it, it wasn't my fault. She, she, she's not the sort of person to take no for an answer. Who? Mrs... Missing a film, you know. Where have you really been? I've told you, I was out with Mrs. Blair. Out with... Oh, David. I'm sick and tired of you being deceitful. Why not say you were round at... Oh, so you're back at last. Where on earth have you been? Round at Mrs. Blair's. I thought you were out with Psyche. That's David's story. Ah. Not only his. Tony? Yeah? I want you. Coming. Honestly, it'd be a jolly good thing when she marries her Mr. Farley. Farley? Robert Farley, Mrs. Blair's fiancé. Oh, so he's the mystery man. Oh, you might have told us, David. Who is he, do you know? Uh, I'm afraid not. Perhaps Tony does. Yes, dear? Oh, there you are. You know Robert Farley. Bob Farley? Oh, yes, I've known him for years. Really? What's he like? Ooh, not a bad sort of chap. Good looking? Huh, not after me. How old? <laughs> oh, 40, 45. Is he rich, Tony? Mm, comfortable. He's got his own business down there, buddy. <laughs> Except that he's got a mole behind his ear. Which ear? May I go now? Well, yes, of course. I must get on myself. See you two later. Are you going to the pictures? Well, there's not much point. We've missed most of it. Oh, dear. Still never mind. It's bound to come round again. <laughs> oh, David, I'm sorry. It's all my fault for gossiping. And mine for mending the fuse. Mm, I'd forgotten about that. He's all forgiven now? Completely. Pity. Why? Well, I was hoping we, 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 we might kiss and make up. Oh, darling David. Darling. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, gosh, I, I feel just the same about this as you do about gossip. What on earth do you mean? It's even better than the pictures. <laughs> that was A Life of Bliss. The artists taking part were David Bliss, George Cole, Anne Fellows, Diana Churchill, Tony Fellows, Colin Gordon, Penny Gay, Petula Clark, Helen Blair, Moira Lister, Psyche the Dog, Percy Edwards. This program, which was recorded by the BBC, was written by Godfrey Harrison and produced by Leslie Bridgman. <laughs>